Our message today is entitled Treasure in Earthen Vessels. Treasure in Earthen Vessels. Last week we talked about launching out into the deep and we talked about how going into new areas within ourselves is a challenge and a lot of times we get to that certain point of being comfortable and we stop there. But little by little, we have to keep digging. Amen, church? Little by little. Can't do it all at one time. We're going to run up on a lot of different things as we're going to see in the scripture today. But the main thing is for us to remember to keep walking. Just keep going. Amen? Amen. Let's go to the book of 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses 7. Amen. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verses seven. We're speaking today in the Holy Spirit, treasures in earthen vessels. The word of the Lord says here in verses seven of Second Corinthians, chapter four, that but we have. Not any treasure, but this treasure. It's a specific treasure. We're talking about the kingdom of God here within us. And we have this treasure, this kingdom of God, in earthen vessels. Meaning we have it within ourselves that the excellence of the power may be of God And not of us. Are you with me? It's of God, the excellence of the power. And it's not of us. Amen. So what it's saying here is that there's no room for ego. (laughs) You know, you know, that ego, like I told Tom, me and Tom, you know, we too old to have an ego. You know, ego will get in your way. It'll stop you. It'll stunt your growth. It'll make you think you more than what you are. You understand what I'm saying? The Bible says, if any man think he is something when he is nothing, let him think again, for he deceived himself. Amen? The Bible also tells us that a man at his best state is altogether vanity with God. Amen? So that takes a lot of pressure off for us to try to be this or try to be that. Let's just be true believers in God. Do the best we can as we walk through this life. And stay with God, go with God, and God will go with us. Amen? Amen. But it's not going to be easy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you a lie. I can't do that. There's a challenge involved in it. So we have this treasure, this thing in us. And it's inside of us. And what I've learned in life in my 66 years of living is that money can't, Give me what it gives. Material things can't give me what it gives me. Nothing. But there's this place of hiding called the kingdom, the treasure that's inside of us. If we can just mentally 
release ourselves into that area, we find a spiritual joy. It's something about reaching that area inside of us where the kingdom is that gives us the peace that surpasses all understanding. It's a different feeling. Is anybody understanding what I'm saying? Have you ever experienced that spiritual flow of God deep within? And it's different from any other thing that you might accomplish in life. I used to think I wanted to be an author, so I became a five-time publishing author. That didn't do it. I wanted to, 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 to do ministry all around the world, so we did that and still doing it, but that didn't do it. I wanted to make money, so I made money, I spent money, I did everything, like Solomon, I said, I did everything that my little heart thought it wanted to do, but it did not satisfy me. The only thing that's ever satisfied me was to reach that area within myself where that treasure is and let God's joy, because it's a different feeling. And I wish that I was able expert enough, and I'm sure you do too, I wish that we all were able and expert enough to reside in that area at all times because that's what God wants from us. But I mean, y'all know that that's a challenge in life dealing with all this stuff out here, isn't it? So the times that we are able, I'm just speaking real here, I'm speaking life here. So the times that we are able to enter into that area where there's treasure is, it's an exciting time for us. It's a beautiful time for us. So Jesus, he puts this thing like this. Let's go to Matthew 13, verses 45 and 46. Matthew 13. Not going to be with you long, the regular time. Verse 45. And 46. Are we there? Here the word of the Lord says that, verse 45, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man. That merchant man is God. And he's seeking goodly pearls. And verse 46 says, Who, when he had found one pearl of great price, he went and he sold all that he had and bought it. How many of y'all know that we've been bought with a price? Amen? Amen. Now, God gave all to get that pearl in us. Amen? Amen? He gave his only begotten son. Amen? In other words, he gave himself to die and he resurrected himself again, and he purchased that which he had placed inside of us. Amen? Amen. So through his spirit and through his word, his spirit is the worker. His word is the machinery that's used to discover, dig out, this pearl, this treasure, this kingdom in us. Amen? Are you following me? So God takes and he finds this one pearl. And when he finds this one pearl, he sells all 
and gives all that he has to buy it. But it doesn't stop there. Because in the process of us discovering that pearl in us, amen, we have to give it all up too. Now, think about it, how difficult it is to give up yourself for God. Is there anybody in here that's reached that state yet? I'm glad nobody was crazy enough to raise their hands. Because that would have been the biggest lie ever told. But the word says that for God so loved the world. Boy, that's a lot of love. That he gave his only begotten son. All he had, he gave. So that we might not perish but have everlasting life. Amen? Amen. He did for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. And he's doing this every day for us. This is why religion will not get us to the point where we need to get. It's going to take grace, people. I tell you, grace is a beautiful thing. It is a wonderful thing to have grace in your life. Amen? It's because of grace that we're still alive today. I can't get no amen. See, some of us ain't faced death enough to understand that it's by God's grace that we're still here today. It's by his grace, not ours. But I also want us to understand that Jesus comes back. Or, or, or let me just go to 1 Corinthians 6.20. Put that up there for me, 1 Corinthians 6.20. I think that's what I want. 1 Corinthians 6.20, is it up there? It says, for ye are what? Bought with a price. He bought that pearl, right? He gave everything for it. Therefore, the glory, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit because it, it really belongs to God. Amen? So, like I told you last week when we were talking about uh, uh, launching out into the deep. And I went back and I listened to that word about four times this week. And it kept me in that place. Where I need to be. That that kingdom. That flow. That allowing me to feel the presence of God. And work through my situation. Regardless of my infractions. It allowed me to work through it. See that's why you need a word. When we come to the house of the Lord. And we need to go back. And revisit that word and allow that word to work itself in us through the week so that we can kind of maintain ourselves along the way. Because it gets a little difficult through the week sometimes, especially on these jobs. Am I right about it? Especially in our homes, especially in life, period. It can get a little rough sometimes. Now, come on, y'all. And we need something that we can hold on to. See, if you ain't got nothing to hold on to when, when you're falling off a cliff, that's, that's going to be a bad situation, right? Mm-hmm, a very bad situation. So we're bought with a price. So <clears throat> going, back, <clears throat> going back to Matthew, the 13th chapter. I told you I'm not going to be long. Not going to be long with you at all. Matthew 13, verses 44. Let's look at what Jesus is saying here. He's talking in parables. Amen. 
Look at verse 44. Put it up there for me, son. Because I want to dissect this. He says again, kingdom of heaven. Still talking about that treasure inside of us, right? He says, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure. He's still talking that treasure. Remember, we got these treasures where? In earthen vessels. Remember that. There's a treasure inside of us. And he says that the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure. And look where it's hid in a field. That field is our life. Which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that is again, all that he had, and he buys that field. We've been bought with a price, right? Amen. Amen. We've been bought with, God gave it his all to get that treasure that's hid where? In this field, this life. Now, here comes the seriousness of it all. He just didn't buy the treasure, did he? He bought the whole field. Now, if that field is our life, that means he bought the good, the bad, and the ugly. Come on with me. He bought it all, didn't he? He just didn't buy the field now. I mean, he just didn't buy the treasure. Bible say that he bought the field right there at the end and buy that field. He bought our life. He knew our life was jacked up. But he bought it anyway. Come on. He knew that we were in a dire situation because of sin. But he bought it anyway. Now, he bought it. Why? Just so he could get that treasure out of us. Amen? Now, watch you do. Now, in order to get that treasure, you think about it. You digging for gold. That's a treasure, right? Diamonds or whatever. Now, you got to dig deep. Now, in that field, in the process of all of that, you got to remove trees, shrubbery, boulders, insects, hard ground. Are you catching my drift? In our life, there's a whole lot of stuff that ain't no good for God. And ain't no good for us either. But it's still there. Right? He bought the whole field, didn't he? He bought the good, the bad, and the ugly. Why? Just so he could get that treasure out of us. It's just like when we're mining for gold, you know. We dig through. You got to get down to a certain type of bedrock. You got to know where to look for it. You got to know how to look for it. You got to have the right machinery, which is the right word of God, the right revelations of God. You don't need a church doctrine. You need a kingdom doctrine because Jesus taught about the kingdom of God. And that's what we can't get religion to understand, the difference between kingdom knowledge and church knowledge. Church knowledge is religious. Kingdom knowledge is spiritual. It causes us to enter in unto that place where that treasure is. The Bible says in the book of John, Jesus told Nicodemus, look here, Nick. Unless a man is born again, he can't even see the kingdom of God. Then he comes back and 
3 verse 5, I think it's 3 verse 5, one of those verses up in there. He says, now look here, Nick. He says, unless a man is born of water, that's a natural birth. See, that stumped them uh, scholars too. They didn't understand what he meant by water. They thought he talked about going out there and getting baptized. You, know, you go down wet and come up wet. I mean, come up wet and you still just as crazy as you were before you went down. Can I get a witness? So water can't save you, right? That's, we talked about that last week. Those external Eucharists. They don't save you, but people have made doctrines of those things. So we're trying to break down some things here so that we can understand what the kingdom of God really is in us. So here we are, and he buys this field. And when you're searching for that treasure, and, and you're going down off in there, you've got to deal with some boulders in your life. That's some strongholds, right? That stuff got to be dug up. You got insects that's biting on you. That's various types of sin. Come on. Come on. You got weeds growing up over your treasure. Amen. Covering it up, hiding it up. It's a lot of things in this life that causes the kingdom of God to be hid in us, and we can't seem to locate it sometimes. Come on with me, church. So he said, now, I'm going to buy this entire field. I'm going to buy you. That's what God said. I'm going to purchase you with my blood. And then I'm going to go to work on you through the spirit and the word and your acceptance of it and your willingness to allow me to work. I heard uh, 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 Reverend uh, 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 Adams and I talks a lot. And he was talking the other night, we were talking, and, and he says, there's no microwave to this thing. He said, you can't abort the process. <laughs> I wish we could. How many of y'all ever wish we could just abort the process and just get on into the kingdom? You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, everybody in here wish that we didn't have to go through what we have to go, but it ain't. You can't abort the process. It, this is, salvation is not a microwave thing where you can just stick it in there and say I'm saved and you, you know it don't work like that it don't work like that it really doesn't you can't abort the process that's true thank you for that word Rev. now it says that see that's the thing see we got to learn to, 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 to communicate with our spiritual heads you know what I mean? Because no one man or woman knows it all. That's why the church is built the way it is. You know, because, like I say, uh, uh, iron sharpen iron, the Bible says, like men sharpen the countenance of men. Amen? So he buys the whole field. He buys everything. Then he goes to work in us. And then he gets rid of this. Then he shifts through that. And he gets rid of this. And he gets rid of that. And what he does, he begins to collect the, 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 the treasure that's in us. Amen? Amen? And it becomes clearer and clearer and it grows more and more. And the weight of it becomes uh, what we call the kebab. It, 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 it becomes to grow more and more in us as we allow God in the process of time to remove this uncanny stuff that's in us that God 
has no use for. Amen? Remember, he bought the whole field to work the whole field in order to get the treasure out of the field. Amen? Can we move on? Because I'm trying to keep it simple. It's deep word, but I'm trying to keep it simple so that we can go back and we can just meditate on this thing and, and, and just have some fun in it, you know, when we're alone with God and working with God. Let's go to verse 52 in that same uh, chapter. Amen. It says, Then said he unto them, Therefore, every scribe, scribe, a scribe is a person that dissects the word of God. Amen. But look here. He says, therefore, every scribe, verse 52, which is instructed not in the laws of E.F. Hutton, not in the laws of leadership or inspiration or whatever, but he says, every scribe that is instructed unto the kingdom of what? Come on, y'all. Say it again. Unto the kingdom of what? Amen. Is like unto a man that is a householder which bringeth forth out of whose treasure? Things new and things old. That means that when we are instructed in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, when we're instructed in that, We're like a person, a man, that a householder holding this house. And we're going inside of this thing and we're able to bring out new revelations and old revelations. Amen. Old and new thing. You see. So when we are looking at the scripture and the scripture becomes alive to us, you see. It may say one thing to you one day, but as you grow in life and as you experience life more and more and you go back to that same scripture and that thing brings in new revelations too to you, that same scripture, it grows. And that's why the Bible says that no prophet has a monopoly on the word of God. In other words, no one person has a monopoly on what that scripture is saying because that scripture is an eternal word and it never stops and it never will and it's always growing. And what we have to do in order to see more in the scripture, we've got to grow more in life and experience. Amen? Amen. Okay. So every scribe that is instructed in the kingdom of heaven it's like a man, that, a householder, and what he does is he's able to bring in new and, or bring out new and old things. Amen? Amen. One more scripture, two more scriptures, and we're out of here. Mark, the fourth chapter, verses 11 and verses 12. Can I get that song? Mark, the fourth chapter, verses 11 and verses 12. Hear the word of the Lord. And he said unto them, unto you I have given to know the what? Of the what? It's a mystery. This thing that's inside of us, this treasure that's inside of us, it's a mystery. 
But he says he's given us the keys to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But look at them. But unto them that are outside the kingdom. In other words, to those that don't get these kingdom teachings. All these things are done in parables. See, we understood the parables. We dissected the parables. It didn't have nothing to do with going out there, trying to find gold out there. It's trying to find gold in here. Put the next scripture up there for me. For Mark 4, verses 12. Seeing that they may see, that's those that don't have the kingdom knowledge. Seeing that they may see and not perceive, uh huh, and hear that they may hear and not understand. At least at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. Church, I'm gonna leave this with you. Doesn't matter what you're going through, doesn't matter what you've been through, doesn't matter what people think about you. The Bible says this that we have another home. And we're working on that. And we're trying our best to allow God, knowing that once we leave up out of here, we're going to be clothed in a body that's compatible to the place where we're going. Amen? Just like this body, God prepared it so that we can deal here on earth. When we were in the mother's room, we had no idea. Where we were going, did we? I don't even know what kind of consciousness. I can't, because I, I, I can't remember. But all of a sudden, we're in a new world. And in a new, right? But while we were in that womb, guess what God was doing? God was building our body so that our body would be compatible to the place where he was sending it to, Right? Okay, now we're in a womb called this thing. This is a womb too. It doesn't matter where you are, you're still going to be in a womb. And what God is doing now is preparing our body from within this kingdom so that we can be clothed for the next place that we're going. Do I need to say that again? We have to understand what's going on. Now, the only way that we can get through this is through suffering and pain. I wish it was another way. But it's not another way. He said we suffer ourselves through much tribulation into the kingdom of God. That's the book of Acts. And that's why we have to confirm the souls of the saints In other words, we have to keep allowing y'all and letting y'all know that God is with us, regardless of what we go through. Everybody going through all kinds of stuff. Children going through, adults going through, everybody going through. A lot of people passing away. My little lady friend across the street, I guess she was about 87, maybe 85, she passed away, you know. And I like that lady. But when it's time to go, it's time to go. And things have to be dealt with. But I want to leave this with you. So that we can understand that 
no matter what it is, no matter what the situation is, God, he's not going to take his love from us. If he'd have removed his love from us, trust me, most of us would have been gone, if not all of us, already. Already. If he'd have removed his hand off us. So I'm thankful today. I'm thankful for the Lord and what he's done in our life. I'm thankful for that kingdom that I can strive for. Because I understand it's just like launching out into the deep. We also, it's compatible to digging in that field and finding that kingdom through much debris. Look how much tons of debris are thrown away. Look how much dirt is thrown away when you seeking for gold and shifting through it. How many tons of it? Just to find one ounce. Come on, y'all. We got a lot of debris and a lot of dirt that God has to dig through. But when God purchased the field, just because he had all of that debris, he didn't get rid of it, did he? Because he knew it was a treasure in there. And that's why he says that I'll never leave you or forsake you. Now you take the pearl. You know how a pearl is made? Pearl is made when a grain of sand or some kind of irritant gets in, I guess, the mouth of an oyster. And that irritant, that piece of sand, that grain of sand, it irritates that oyster and causes it to secrete. This substance that turns into a pearl in the oyster. How was the pearl made? Through suffering. Y'all didn't get that. I don't really think you got it, so I'm going to say it again. How was the pearl made? Through being irritated, frustrated, and all that. The oyster had to go through. Just like we got to go through in order to produce this kingdom and discover it. We have to go through, church. But the thing about it is, God said in the Old Testament, he says, I am not going to leave you down in Egypt by yourself. Egypt is the world, earth. God did not send us down here to leave us Alone. Amen. Amen. So let's give God some thanks today. Because he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Don't make no difference what you go through. God is a good God. Don't make no difference what people think about you. You got to know that God loves you. Because the Bible says that it's not up to nobody else whether you stand or fall. It's up to me. And they say, though a just man falls seven times, he'll get up again. Yeah, you sick, but you'll get up again. Yeah, you broke, but you'll get up again. Yeah, you down and out, but you'll get up again. You see, God is a God of helping us to keep getting up. Amen. Let's give God some praise in the house.